In this episode, we talk about the easiest ways to start getting back into shape. Pick up those dumbbells because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about four very simple, very basic strategies you can use to start getting back into shape. This is for the person who maybe used to love working out, maybe used to be connected to their physical health, and just for whatever reason, life happened. They had kids, they got a different job, they started to be more stressed out. Whatever it was, they sort of disconnected from that love or the person person who has never been into it, but knows that they need to take control of it, that knows that they need to introduce physical health as a part of their daily routine. So these are the four simplest ways that you can get started. This is These are things I've done. These are things that uh, I've seen people have a lot of success with. And so hopefully one of the four helps you out. But before we get started, make sure wherever you are consuming this, if you're listening to the podcast, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, click subscribe. Click the subscribe button. That is the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you click the bell notification as well. So let's get into it. Now, the first thing on my list is to just go for a walk. You know, we talked about this briefly with Hakeem Cunningham back in uh, a few episodes ago. He was my guest and my cousins that I brought on, who is an expert in uh, physiology and just using the human body in a productive way. So he shared with us that going for a walk is actually one of the best exercises you can do, especially for those of us who need to get started. Going for a walk is low impact. It preserves our joints and and our bone health, but still gives us that cardio and that uh, strenuous exercise that we're looking for. And actually, an article on uh, Mayo Clinic details some of the health benefits that comes with regular walking, going for a brisk walk. So those include, quote, regular brisk walking can help you maintain a healthy weight, prevent or manage various conditions, including heart disease, blood pressure and type 2 diabetes, strengthen your bones and muscles improve your mood, improve your balance and coordination, end quote. So walking is one of the healthiest things we can do. And what I love about this one, what I love about this uh, strategy, I guess, is that it's accessible to almost all of us. Walking is something that most of us have at our disposal. We can utilize without needing to buy anything extra, without needing to build a plan, without needing to put too much thought or effort into it. We can just choose to do two things, either walk during your your day. So instead of taking the elevator, instead of taking the escalator, uh, just try and, and walk up the stairs or walk around the block instead of taking a cab. Or, or whatever you're able to do 
see where you can incorporate walking into your day-to-day routine. And then second, if you can't during the day, you can simply add 30 minutes at the end of your day. And I find that what helps me, honestly, is if I do it before I even leave work. So at the end of my work day, I put on the shoes I'm going to walk in, maybe something more comfortable if you're wearing heels or boots or that sort of thing. Put on some sneakers and just go for a walk before you even leave work. Like clock out, do what you need to do and be out of work, but just don't head home until you've done these 30 minutes. And why that works is because it allows us to separate the activity, the exercise from our leisure time. Often part of why we don't do the things we know we should do, whether it's go for a walk or run or whatever it is, is because once we shift that mindset from uh, the day to our leisure, from earlier in the day to the nighttime, we create this scenario where it's just difficult to get into the right mood, to feel like we want to do it. We get home, we see that comfy couch, we turn on the TV, and if we then try to get up an hour later to go and do a walk like that. That's a tough battle. So I don't want to fight that battle. I don't want you to have to fight that battle. And and so if you can uh, plan it at the end of the day and just go for that walk, it will help you dramatically. Now, the second one is to do a challenge. I'm a big fan of these. So you've probably seen on Instagram like the 30 day squat challenge or the walking challenge or the the smoothie challenge or or whatever it is. These challenges are extremely helpful. So I recently finished Whole30 uh, that I guess you could consider a 30 day challenge. And um, what I noticed for myself is that over the course of those 30 days, it helped me change everything about how. How I view food, why I eat, what it is that I should be eating, what should go into my body and how I should be feeling. It helped dramatically. And so that's the first big benefit of a challenge is that when you take them on, 30 days is often long enough to shift your perception slightly. And if you can shift your perception slightly, eventually it becomes easier to take that action. So for me, I got to change the way I looked at food and now post Whole30, sure, I've reincorporated some of the stuff that I I loved prior to Whole30, but I look at things very differently and I think about my food very differently. And, And so that's why I'm a big fan of challenges. And so whether it's a squat challenge or a push up challenge or, uh, you know, the eating healthy challenge, whatever it might be, find a 30 day challenge, a 25 day challenge that you are going to commit to, that you are going to do every single day for those 30 days. 30 days is not a long period of time, but you're going to stick with it. Find that challenge, take it. And by the end of it, you'll start to view things differently and you'll start to incorporate that activity into your day to day life. Support for this episode comes from Grove Collaborative. Grove Collaborative is an e-commerce company that makes it easy to discover amazing natural home and personal care products. A few years ago, I didn't actually care all that much about the products I used to clean my apartment or that I put on my body. Like everyone else, I mostly bought into the big brand names and never really questioned it. Since switching to natural, non-toxic products, I've noticed a huge difference. The products I use, like Dr. Bronner's Pure Castile Liquid Soap or Alba Botanics Very Emollient Unscented Body Lotion, leave my skin feeling and looking amazing. 
And that's why I'm so pumped about Grove Collaborative. They make it incredibly easy by selecting only the best non-toxic products so you can shop with confidence, knowing that everything on their site is good for you, your family, and the planet. They've made a pretty amazing offer. For a free $30 Mrs. Myers kit, a bonus gift, and a two-month VIP membership to their site, All you have to do is go to www.grove.co slash tiny leaps to claim your offer. That's www.grove.co slash tiny leaps for a free Mrs. Myers kit, a bonus gift, and a two-month VIP membership. www.grove.co slash tiny leaps. Support for this episode comes from Audible. Audible, for the few of you who may not know, is a leading provider of audiobooks and audio content on the web, and I am a huge fan of them. Right now, I'm listening to three brand new books that I think you'll really be into. The first is Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk, an entrepreneur I talk about way too often on this show. The book is all about how to build a business in the year you live in. I'm also reading a book called Universal Laws that talks about the laws of the universe. You might have heard of one. It's called The Law of Attraction. Well, this book breaks down the rest of the laws, and I think it's going to be really, really good. So I'm looking forward to that. And recently, I finished The Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin, which was a fantastic dive into how to learn better and how to gain new skills. These are three amazing books packed with valuable information. And honestly, I'm able to get through them thanks to Audible. Audible helps you listen to more books by letting you switch seamlessly between devices, picking up exactly where you left off, whether it's on your phone, through your car, from a tablet, or at home on an Amazon Echo. You can get through tons of books while doing almost anything. And they've got a great deal for you. Head over to www.audible.com slash tiny leaps or text tiny leaps to 500-500 to get a free audiobook when you start a 30-day free trial. That's www.audible.com slash tiny leaps or text tiny leaps to 500-500 for a free audiobook when you start a 30-day trial. And the third thing I recommend is to train for something. Now, I've found that when I have an end goal, when I have a specific thing that I'm working towards, it helps me to stay focused. It helps me to take the actions that I know need to be taken in order to get that thing. It's actually pretty simple, I think. It's it's just human psychology. We want to work towards something. We want to build something. We want to know why we're doing what we do and how it connects back to the big idea. And so when you train for something, something like a 5K, 10K marathon, uh, when you're training for a bodybuilding show that I have a friend doing right now, when whatever it is, When you train with a goal in mind, it allows you to uh, better put yourself in the position of taking action regularly. And, And so if you can find a thing, something that I know people have done often is that they'll just register for a race, like a 5K, a 10K, or whatever it might be. They'll just register before ever starting to train. They'll, they'll put their, name down on the list of participants. And then that allows them to start training. 
and to follow through with it because they know at the end of it, they have to perform and they don't want to die while they're performing. And so therefore they take the right actions. So finding something you can train for is an excellent way of allowing yourself to take the actions you know you should take in order to start getting into better shape. And then finally, the biggest piece of the puzzle, in my opinion, is to pick a single thing. It's really difficult to start getting into shape if you were worrying about what your routine looks like, if you need to learn about 17 different muscle groups, if you're basically just taking on more than you are equipped to handle. Eventually, you'll get overwhelmed and you'll stop doing it or you'll never get to that point because you'll keep pushing it off because you're procrastinating. You're overwhelmed. You don't feel connected to this thing. And so people have had a lot of success by just doing a single exercise. And that's it. That is their only goal is to do a single exercise. And what you end up finding is that by doing that single exercise, by committing to that single thing, whether it's walking or running or cycling or whatever it is, by committing to that single thing, eventually they have to work in more exercises. They have to hit the other parts of their body so that their body can perform at the thing that they care most about. So if you are a runner, if you enjoy running, then make that your only exercise. If you if you don't make walking your only exercise, uh, you can make squats your only exercise. The key here is to pick something that hits multiple areas. It's called an, a compound exercise. You want to hit multiple areas of your body so that you are getting the best possible workout from that singular thing. But the goal is to just make it not complicated. Pick something that you think you enjoy. Pick something that you can get into. Do that single thing. That's it. Just worry about showing up for that one thing. You don't have to learn anything else. You don't have to overwhelm yourself. You don't have to put yourself into a position to basically become a personal trainer. You don't need all of that information. You just need to get outside or get into a gym or pull, roll out your yoga mat or whatever it is and do that single thing. And, and so some ideas, you can make squats your single thing. You can do running, walking, cycling, yoga, uh, fighting you can you can enroll in like a kickboxing gym or karate or that sort of thing but if you just find a single exercise that motivates you is exciting to you is interesting to you and allows you to show up you'll find it much easier to keep showing up and then at some point you will integrate other exercises at some point you will integrate a weight routine or uh, a cross training routine or whatever it might be you will integrate that stuff because your body will need it your muscles need to be balanced out they need to have their opposite taken care of and and so you're not just going to do this one thing forever and then never do anything else you're going to naturally want to pick up other things the goal here is first to get yourself into a position where you're doing it where you've started where you are now a person who works out who is in shape and that will allow you to incorporate the other things in an easier way. So that's my advice. Those are the four things I think you should be focusing on to help you get back into shape. Number one, if you don't have anything else, you don't know where to start, just go for a walk. It is incredibly beneficial and it will work and get you into great shape. Number two, try out a challenge working in this environment, if it's especially if it's with a group, will allow you to push yourself further 
and they're much easier to get into because there's a limited time frame for you to do it. Number three is to train for something. Find an event, find a competition, something that you can get behind and sign up for it before you ever start training. That will give you the motivation to show up every day and keep moving forward. And then number four is to pick a single thing. Working out is difficult. Working out is not easy. Staying in shape is not easy. And so if you can make it as simple as possible to move forward, to get started and keep yourself making progress. And if that is done by just picking a compound exercise, one compound exercise and committing to doing that, that will allow you to get started. And eventually you'll be able to incorporate some of the more advanced stuff into your routine. So with that said, I hope this was helpful. If it was, do me a favor, find me on Instagram at Greg Clunas and let me know or find this episode on YouTube. If you're listening on the audio, find it there. Leave a comment on YouTube and just let me know. Was this helpful? Do you do any of these things? I would really, really love to know that. And uh, if you haven't already, click subscribe wherever you're consuming this. If it's on YouTube, great. Click subscribe there. If it's on uh, the podcast in audio form, click subscribe there. Really, really appreciate your support. I really appreciate your time. It means the world to me that you are here. And uh, with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day. Oh,